Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for January 27th, 2022. I'm teaching a series entitled, first of all, for the year, Intentional Progress. So this is a year of intentional progress for us, where we, well, we're going to have progress. And, and Proverbs 4 and 12 says that our progress will have no limits because we are going along with God. We're walking with God, and He's walking with us. We're going to have progress that God already ordained for us from the foundations of the world, but we're going to be intentional about it. We're going to be deliberate about the pursuit of that progress. So we are opening up our hearts to receive. Also, we've been studying the life of Jesus. And so this is Life Lessons from Jesus, part 15. I trust that you've been enjoying it. Before I get into the message, though, I need to let you know that uh, I'm go- I'm, my family and I were going on a trip this weekend. We're leaving this afternoon. So I have something that I'll be doing tomorrow morning. I'm not going to be able to, to do today's word tomorrow morning. So the next message you'll get from me will be on Monday. But I have thousands of messages online. So if you want to watch something, please avail yourself to that. But so after today, you won't hear me until Monday. You got it? So this is Life Lessons from Jesus, part 15. Remember, this is part of this uh, these six steps that, that the Lord gave me for this year. We're working through all of this. We're really still on, on number one. I'm going to study the life of Jesus from the, uh, the gospel according to St. John. And then when we're done with that, we'll be done with number one. And then we'll be able to move on. See, the good news about today's word is that I'm not in a hurry because I get to do this every day. I'm not on a timeline. I'm not on a schedule. I just get up and I'm like, okay, Lord, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. Whatever you want me to say, I say. Even like the series I'm in right now, I did John chapter five, chapter six, chapter eight, chapter 12, pretty quick. When I got to chapter 14, the Holy Spirit was like, well, let's spend some time right here in chapter 14. And so we've been here for a while. So let's continue with chapter 14. Yesterday, we stopped at verse 21. Today, I want us to go from verses 21 to 26. And as I read this to you, I'm going to read it to you from the Living Bible Translation. And as I read it yesterday, um, this is one of those where the way it's written, especially in the, in, the, in the Living Bible, is one of those where somebody could say, wait a minute, has that always been in the Bible? I never read that. Or I never read it that way. As I read this to you, I believe it's going to be a blessing. And then we'll get into the word for this morning. So John chapter four, verses 21 through 26 from the living Bible, the Bible says, Jesus was speaking. The one who obeys me is the one who loves me. And because he loves me, my father will love him. And I will too. And I will reveal myself to him. And that's really what a lot of us want. God, reveal yourself to us, right? Verse 22, Judas not Judas Iscariot, but the other disciple named Judas, said to him, Sir, why are you only going to reveal yourself to us, the disciples, and not to the world at large? Jesus replied, Because I will only reveal myself to those who love and obey me. The Father will love them too, and we will come to them, and we will live with them. We will live with them. Verse 24, but anyone who doesn't obey me doesn't love me. And remember, oh, I love this part. Jesus like, and remember, I'm not making this up. I'm not making this answer up to your question. It is the answer that the father gave me. He was basically saying, remember, I only say those things I hear my father say. I only do those things I see my father do. So what I'm saying, this ain't me. This this is my father saying it. And so, so just as a reminder, verse 25, I'm telling you these things now while I am with you. But verse 26, but when the father sends the comforter instead of me, like, remember, I'm leaving and I have to send you another one. The father's going to send another one of the same kind. 
When the Father sends the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, instead of me, and he says by the Comforter, I mean the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will teach you much as well as remind you of everything that I myself have told you. Another translation says he's going to testify of me, right? So the Holy Spirit is going to come. He's going to be your teacher. He's going to teach you much. And he's also going to remind you of all the stuff that I've taught you. He will testify of me. I only say those things I hear the Father say. The Holy Spirit will only say those things I lead him to say. And all of us, we will come to you and abide with you. Glory to God. Think about that for a minute. So what does this mean? For you today. I think I have three things to share with you in this morning. As I get into these three things, I really want you to open up your heart to receive three things. And this is stuff that people really want to know about hearing the voice of God, listening to the Holy Spirit. Three things. Number one, here we go. You ready? There may be a reason why you are not hearing the voice of God. If you're not hearing the voice of God, there may be a reason why you're not hearing the voice of God. I, I get asked this question all the time because I'm one of those people. That, that teach Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. I'm like, look, at the end of the day, you have the Bible, the 66 books of the Bible. Anybody can read the Bible. And if you apply the Bible to your life, you can live a good life. You will live an amazing life. You can live an upright life. You can live a life that is pleasing in God's sight. However, if you can't hear the voice of God, there's no way you can maximize the purpose and the potential that God placed inside of you from the foundations of the world, because God is going to say things to you through the Holy Spirit that's not in the Bible. So you have to be able to hear from God through the Holy Spirit. So people ask me all the time, well, Rick, why can't I hear God? I want to hear God's voice, but I just don't hear it. Why? Now, I can't answer that question. I'm not God, <laughs> right? So unless God gives me a word for you or something, unless God gives me a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge, I, I can't answer that question. But what I can do is refer you to what Jesus said in the text. You got to read these words carefully and prayerfully. He said, I will only reveal myself to those who love me and obey me. And the Father will love them too. And we collectively will come to them and we collectively will, will live with them. But anyone who doesn't obey me, this is really not somebody who loves me. Now they could say they love me. They could show up to church and all of that. But really it's not about singing songs. It's about walking with me and actually doing what I tell you to do. So Jesus promised that both he and the father would love and live inside of those who love and obey him. Let me say that again. Jesus said that he and the father would love and live inside of everyone who loves and obeys God, right? So I know that there's lots of scriptures that support the fact that the Holy Spirit comes inside of every born again believer, but Jesus made no separation between the Father and the Spirit. Jesus made no separation between the Son and the Spirit. He says, me and the Father, we're both going to come and live inside of you. And there's scripture for this as well. In Ephesians 4, verses 5 and 6, we can see that the Father is in us. Now, when you're born again, of course, everybody knows the Holy Spirit is in us, but let's talk about the Father and the Son as well. Paul said, there is one Lord, one faith, one baptism. There is one God and Father of us all who rules over us all, who works in all of us and is in all of us as born again believers. So the yes, the Holy Spirit is in me, but the text says the Father's in me too. Okay, the Son is in me as well. Now, many of us quote in Colossians, the Bible says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. So Christ is in me too. Uh, but also here in um, uh, Jesus said, actually, we already covered it here in this text where Jesus said before long, this is John 14, 
the world is not going to see me anymore, but you see me because I live, you will also live. And on that day, you will realize that I am in the Father and that you are in me and that I am in you. So the Father is in me, the Son is in me, the Holy Spirit is in me, the fullness of the Godhead is in me, is in me but none of this happens, the Father, the Son, or the Spirit, if I don't love and obey God. I know lots of people who claim to love God, but Jesus said, if you love me, you're just going to do what I said. If you love me, you're going to keep my commandments. If you love me, you, you will just do what I'm leading you to do. Don't just give me lip service. Jesus said, there's lots of people that, that praise me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. So it's a heart issue. If you are one of those people that's struggling with, well, Rick, I don't know. I just can't hear the voice of God. Then spend some time with the Holy Spirit and also check your own heart. Are you doing, are you a doer of the word or a hearer only? Are you one of those people that just hear and love to sing songs and all that, but are you not doing? You have to walk with God every day. The Bible is clear. The more you love and obey God, the more God will reveal himself to you. So if you believe that you are like obeying God and you're open to him, then say, hey, Father, your word says this, this and this. Your word says such and such. I need you. I'm standing on your word. I'm your son. I'm your daughter. I need you to reveal yourself to me. You got to get to that point. Maybe you need to fast. Call on the name of the Lord. But if you are really open to God, you love and obey him, he has to reveal himself to you. You got it? Number two, the Lord will give you the words if you take the time to listen. Jesus received a question from his disciples and he gave an answer. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of his answer, I like how he's like, and remember, like, oh, by the way, I'm not making up this answer to your question. It is an answer given to me by the Father who sent me. I just love that. I love that. He was like, and as a reminder, remember, I only I don't speak my own words. I'm not down here to do whatever I want. I'm only here to do what the one who sent me wants. I don't testify my own self. Matter of fact, when I speak, I can have confidence and boldness because my confidence and boldness is not in me. My words don't come from me. My words come from him. So I'm giving you an answer. And oh, by the way, just as a reminder, the answer that I just gave you, I didn't come up with the answer. The Father who sent me, he gave me the answer. See, Jesus attributed his answer to the father. Jesus deflected all of the glory. Jesus was also always like, it's all about him. It's all about him. It's all about the father. Jesus provided the mouth, but he made sure that the disciples knew that the father was providing the words. And see, the father would do the same with you. John 14 and 10, he will give you the words. He will perform the work. When you walk with him and allow him to walk with you, and you are open, always remain open to the divine impulses of the Holy Spirit, the Father will give you the words. He will lead you. Now, that's, and, and if you, sometimes he's leading you, you're not recognizing him and you don't say what he told you to say. And then, and then later, you know, something happens and you realize you go, oh, something told me something, you know, something was telling me. And no, it's not a something, it's a someone. And, and, and you got to learn to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. So no matter what you're facing this morning, no matter how big the challenge, no matter how hard the test, no matter how much pressure you feel, I actually want to talk to the people that feel pressure, that are stressed out, that are feeling pressure. No matter how much pressure you feel, you got to remind yourself that God lives in you. If you are struggling, look at me, if you're struggling with the weight of the pressure of the situation that you're in, you're living the wrong way. If you're struggling with, the, oh, Rick, you don't understand the pressure then, then you're not living the way Jesus lived. Jesus never did that. Jesus was cool. Like, I mean, he had peace all the time. He, ne he never had, he didn't take on any pressure to perform. If you are stressed out, it's because there's too much of you in the way. 
If you are stressed out, it's because you haven't entered into God's rest. The grace of God can only flow in those areas where you're resting. If you're resting, God will be working. But if you're working, God will be resting. <laughs> God is like, I'm not going to compete with you. Like, if you want to do it yourself, go ahead with your bad self. When you get tired, frustrated, you know, when you when you get to the end of yourself, I'm still here. Like, I'm never going to give up on you, but I'm not going to compete with you. So if you want to just do everything on your own, go ahead. But if you take on the pressure to perform, you're not living the way that God intended for you to live. You're not, you are not designed to live that way. You were not designed um, to, to live life on your own terms. You were not designed to take on the pressures of this world. You were not designed. If you're one of those people that say, oh, Rick, you don't understand. Life is hard. Life, you know. Oh, you know, I got this going on. I got that going on. Life is hard. It's so difficult. It's, I got, I'm under so much pressure at work. I'm under so much pressure in my business. Oh, I got to make this happen. I got to be. Okay, cool. Look, I don't know if that's how you want to live. I guess go ahead. I'll pray for you. But that's not the way God never designed you to live that way. He never did. You were designed to take on no pressure to perform. You were designed to hear the voice of God and to do whatever he tells you to do, and to trust God for the rest. The grace of God cannot flow wherever there is worry. The grace of God cannot flow wherever there is worry. Worry and fear and doubt and unbelief are blessing blockers, and it will block the grace. So you want to enter into God's rest. When you live like Jesus, Jesus was always at peace. Jesus, hey, Jesus, uh, uh, Lazarus is sick. He was like, all right, cool. All right, Father, what do you want to do? He's like, don't go, don't do nothing. Don't go nowhere. Just wait. All right, cool. He might die, though. All right, we're, we're good with that. I, I, I got a plan. All right, cool. Whatever. Hey, Jesus, you know, this is, a, I'm good. This is like my, I've told you before, my, my spiritual father, Pastor Tony Brazelton. Hey, hey, Pastor, hey, we need an answer. Hey, we need this. He, the more dry, like you try to pressure him or whatever, the, the more he'll slow down. <laughs> he's like, I'm only going to say, I don't know what, he's like, I don't know what you guys want from me. I'm only going to say whatever the father tells me to say. He, he hasn't told me nothing. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm good. Like, I mean, like no stress, no pressure to perform. Like, for example, I'll use today's word as an example. I've been doing this now for 24 years. Uh, I guess this is year number 25. Um, and uh, every morning you guys expect me to have a word. Every morning I expect to get a word. All I do is receive, and then I just release whatever I receive. I've never had to come up with a word because it's not my job to come up with a word. I didn't come up with this thing. This is not my idea. This is God's idea. This is God's plan. He's the one that told me December 1997, do today's word. So I'm doing what he told me to do. So since it's not my will, it's not my bill, I don't have to come up with the words. I don't have to come up with the message. I don't have to do this. Like, I mean, like, I mean, I have to do it like I'm submitted to the process, but I'm not the manufacturer. I'm the distribution center. And when you, when you understand that, that, that you don't have to come up with everything that if you're doing, if God told you to start the business, if God told you to apply to that job, if God told you to apply to that school, if you're doing what God told you to do, if you are where God told you to be, then stop taking on pressure to perform. Start looking at him, start relying on the grace. The, the grace of God cannot flow where there's no, where there's fear, doubt, and unbelief and worry. Start entering into God's rest and be like, you know what? I've told this to God many times. Hey, God, I was minding my own business when you told me to do this. Therefore, you have to give me the words. You have to perform the work. I don't want to look stupid. 
If I look stupid, you look stupid because everybody knows I'm your son. <laughs> and so at the end of the day, look, I'm going to enter into God's rest. The reason why I minister with boldness is because my confidence is not in me. My confidence is in God. All I have to do is release whatever I receive. You know, that's it. All I have to do is release whatever I receive. I don't have to come up with nothing. This holds true for ministry. This holds true for the marketplace in business. This holds true for my marriage, for my family, for just about anything. Our job is to receive and release and receive and release and to be a human conduit of the divine. And I am a conduit of God's light and his love and his glory on this planet. And God gives me the words and God performs the work. I just live open to God. I just, I'm humble. I'm yielded. I'm open. I'm ready. I'm a conduit and whatever you want, God, I'm down for whatever, you know, and that's, that's it. That's how we're supposed to live. Number three, I have three things to share with you in this morning. Let me get to this last one. Uh, we can't take on any pressure to perform, to perform. All right, the last one. God gave you his best when he gave you himself. Let's talk about that. God gave you his best when he gave you himself. Jesus said, when the father sends the comforter instead of me, and by the way, when I say comforter, I mean Holy Spirit, so that we're clear. He, Holy Spirit, will teach you everything. Another scripture says that we have not need that any man would teach us anything but the anointing, the Holy Spirit that we have received from the Father, not from the world. He teaches us all things. The Holy Spirit teaches us all things. God can give you his love. He can give you mercy and peace and power and blessing. He can give you a lot of stuff, but God gave you his best when he gave you himself. The Holy Spirit himself lives inside of you and he's inside of you to teach you. He will lead you and guide you and direct you and he's with you forever. The Holy Spirit will give you the words to say when you don't know what to say. The Holy Spirit will perform works for you through you that exceed your power, your ability, your strength. The Holy Spirit will give you wisdom that exceeds your education and experience. The Holy Spirit will, will be there for you when you're at the end of your rope. As a matter of fact, where your power ends, his power can kick in as long as you remain open and you yield yourself to him. He will move on the hearts of others. The Holy Spirit will open doors for you that no man can close. The Holy Spirit will close doors for you that no man can open. The Holy Spirit will move on the hearts of others to use their power and their ability and their influence and their money to help you in ways that you cannot help yourself. And they'll say things like, hey, I don't normally do this. I don't even know why I'm doing it. Just to be honest with you, I don't even know why I'm doing this, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for you. I don't, or people will say stuff like, who are you? Like, I mean, like, like who, I don't normally, I don't know who you are. Who are you? I mean, like, you know what? It's the favor of God. You, but that happens. That doesn't happen when you're trying to make everything happen on your own. That, that favor doesn't flow when you're stressed out trying to, oh my God, I got to do this. I got to do that. No, 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 no. There's no favor in that. That's human ability. That's human power. That's human strength. That's human effort. That's you trying to earn everything by the sweat of your brow. Remember, that's part of the curse. Jesus redeemed us from the curse. So you got to learn how to enter into God's rest. The Holy Spirit is in you. God gave you his best when he gave you himself. Jesus was the father's best sacrifice. And through him, we have eternal life. Because of Jesus, you get to go to heaven. But guess what? God doesn't just want you to go, go to heaven. Have you ever met somebody that's saved, but miserably saved? <laughs> like they're saved, but they're always complaining. They're saved, but they're always like stressed out. No, God wants you to go to heaven, but he wants you to enjoy the ride. He wants you to maximize your purpose and potential while you're in the land of the living. He wants you to get out of you everything that he deposited on the inside of you, but that cannot happen through human power, human ability, human strength. 
God gave you his best when he gave you his spirit. God lives inside of you. He personally, God personally lives inside of you in the form of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is here to equip, enable, empower, and employ you for God's glory. Let me say that again. The Holy Spirit is here to equip, enable, empower, and employ you for God's glory. So the more you minimize yourself, and yeah, do you have faults and flaws and failures? Heck yeah, you do. And so do I, right? So the issue is not that. The, The more you give yourself over to the Father, the more you yield, the more the Holy Spirit will live through you. Please don't walk around with the Holy Spirit and then not listen to him. Please don't walk around with the Holy Spirit and then ignore him. I told you this before. I cannot stand when I'm talking to somebody and they're not giving me their attention. I can only imagine how frustrated the Holy Spirit gets when he's talking and talking and talking and people are not listening. So please live open, enter into God's rest, and the Father will reveal himself to you. You love him, you obey him. The text says he will reveal himself to you. You got to believe that. So, and then you can become the man, the woman that God called you to be from the foundations of the world. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life and do so by faith. Say this, say, Father, I thank you for loving me with an everlasting love. I declare that I love you with every ounce of my being. I am only able to love you because you first loved me. Couldn't even love you without grace. Your grace is amazing. Your grace has changed me from the inside out. I now see you, Father, as the loving Father that you are. You sent Jesus to die for me only because you love me, purely as an act of unearned grace. I did nothing to earn your love. Jesus also loved me by grace, and he willingly died in my place. And now the Holy Spirit, he loves me by grace. He lives inside of me. He he looks past my mistakes, and he teaches me how to live. So I die to self. I do what you lead me to do. And as I do, you, Father, and Jesus... You come to me and you reveal yourself to me through the Holy Spirit who lives in me. The more I obey you, the more you reveal yourself to me. And the more I become the man or woman I am called to be. I appreciate your spirit. He is the best you have to offer. And because he lives in me, I will maximize my potential before I die. Not because I deserve it, but only because of your grace. This is why I can boldly declare, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. Today's word was so important that I took my time. I didn't raise my voice. I really wanted to take my time to get this down in your heart. This is a message you might need to listen to again. I'm not teaching tomorrow, so maybe you listen to it again tomorrow, but get this down in your heart. Greater is coming for you. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Don't be stressed out. Don't be stressed out. God is still still on the throne. God is still God. God still loves you. God still has plans for you. The best is yet to come. Do me a favor. Two things. 
if you're not getting my notes and you want notes and the notes are free, go to todaysword.org, click on the big red button. Uh, it says subscribe, put in your email address. You're going to get my notes in your email inbox every day for free. And then number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. Leave me some comments in the chat because I go. I like to go back and read those comments. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing weekend. Greater is coming for you. God bless you.